Hello, hey everyone. It's another episode of Ford Stringers in the Mobile Podcast Unit, fifth edition. I'm coming fresh off a loss, fresh off a beautiful, beautiful, stunning loss. I, uh, I, I got a lot. I showed a lot of getting my guard passed. It was crazy. It's like one. It's like the equivalent of like a boxer blocking punches with his face. I was just getting reamed out in front of everybody. I felt like I was going to be the first fucking Molly Womp rule or whatever. And Loki, fuck you, whoever's in the room. And I heard one person say it after the round was over. I heard one person go, Molly Womp, in the background. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that should hurt. That that was like a dagger to me. I remember it now. Fuck you. Oh, my God. I'm going to look at that video. And I swear to God, if I find you and you're some like shitty blue belt, I'm going to come to Bethlehem. And I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna shake hands with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking whisper, Molly Womp, as soon as the round starts. Oh my god, I'm furious. I can't believe that. Yeah, this guy. I mean, okay, like right now, the first thought that I'm having before I even get into like how I lost or whatever the fuck is, <sighs> I feel like I have no time. I feel like I don't have time. I, I feel like there's. There's like there is enough time. I just don't. I just I just don't have it. I I don't know how to explain it. It's like a piece of gum stuck to the back of my forehead, stuck on the inside part of my forehead. That's what the thought feels like. I can't scrape it away from the forefront of my thoughts. Like it. I just feel like I have this overwhelming sense of I have no time. Like I I it it just makes me want to work harder and like the path becomes clear. Like I feel like a lot of this has shown me um what like specifically i have to work on to win maybe not to maybe there's like a lot more things to do i mean there's definitely a lot more things to do in terms of like guard retention and like keeping top position but if i just break down what i need to do in order to win in order to have the tools to win like i had the survivability down i'll say that much but up until a certain point, I had my shot, and uh, he found my biggest weakness, which is my armbar, and uh, it's been that way for a while. And like I've said this before, but like the universe has a very funny way of showing you exactly what you need, like to work on in order for your goals. Like if you're really, really focused on a goal, like what you need in order to achieve that goal, I believe it like just presents itself to you if you're paying attention enough. Like. Uh, the universe has smacked me in the face with three submission losses, uh, by way of armbar. So, I mean, thanks universe, uh, loud and clear. Uh, you don't have to do it again. I mean, I mean, do it again, do it again, do it as many times as I need it. Do it, uh, like to the point where it's annoying. Just keep doing it. Cause if I don't learn from this, I deserve it. I deserve every fucking second of it. I deserve to get armbar in front of my girlfriend and all my friends and everybody online and, and everything. I deserve that. I deserve that to happen to me every time over and over again. I deserve to go to like reality shows and lose because of a fucking arm bar. I deserve all that shit. If I don't work on arm bars after this, I deserve every fucking second of like suffering or whatever that I get coming towards me. This is more of a sign than anything. And it's like, I feel like this happens to a lot of people. And like in... <clears throat> I won't name this grappler, but I heard that he he was presented with the opportunity to train at a harder room, and he told the instructor that the room seemed too hard at the moment for him, and he doesn't think 
that he would cut it. And, like, personally, I don't think that... Like, that's the universe presenting its itself to you. Like, you have goals. You, I mean, talk the talk on, like, social media and stuff, and you have goals. And then you come to a place where, obviously, it's harder training. And you say that before you even give yourself a chance to try, you're saying, I won't make it. Nah, that's too hard for me right now. Like, even if you're using that, like, right now, like, that's too hard for me. Like, you haven't even tried. And it's like... I don't know. I feel like sometimes that that's just an opportunity. Sometimes that's just the universe like telling you like, yo, this is what you need right now. Are you going to make the jump? Are you going to bridge the gap? Are you going to are you going to try? And like I feel like I'm always one to try, but I'm like not focusing. Like the universe isn't just going to reward somebody that tries all the time. Like I've seen people get fucking destroyed in competition over and over again and the universe isn't telling them just to try you're trying because you need something you need like a result for some reason like you need you you what are you trying for i'm trying in order to experiment to see what i need to work on in order to become a, a better grappler and if i'm not listening to that if i'm just trying for trying sake then i'm not doing the try right like i need to do it's like an educated try i i i can't keep losing like this it's gonna like ruin me like it's gonna ruin my brain because there's a pattern already starting it's like three times i'm fucking out this is jujitsu not baseball but still like i feel fucking out of it right now like this is horrible like there's not enough time i'm driving back home and it, it feels like it's taking forever just because i want to be home i want to rest i want to go into the gym tomorrow and work i'm even thinking about signing up for the tournament tomorrow like i'm sure i could make weight i'm sure if i went home right now weighed myself i'm not that fucking heavy like i haven't really eaten i ate one thing and i've been competing like i don't know like but then ultimately that's just like one 10 minute round like two 10 minute rounds like you're not burning that much calories dude <laughs> but yeah like i want to compete tomorrow that's what i feel like doing it's only a three hour drive I know it would be way more useful, though, I think, to actually work on the mistakes that I've identified. And there's so much to study in the video. That was crazy. That was a crazy day. It was a very crazy day. Shout out to everyone I saw. Thank you, Jacob Norton, for trying to coach me. Uh, even though I just met you, I appreciate that. You showed me a little Russian toehold. You hurt my friend Sam, though. I don't appreciate that. But I guess that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, but thank you. Thank you for telling me to realign my back to his spine and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, shout out to everyone I met over there. God, that was rough. I really wanted to get that off my chest. That felt nice. Cathartic. I think that's the word my girl taught me it. But, yeah, holy shit. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, story time. Uh, so, about a, two weeks ago. I had a horrible, horrible staff in my ear. And it was like, I don't even know. I mean, yo, like, I don't, did I, I don't know if I talk. I got staff on my ass. Did I talk about that? Did I tell you guys that? Did I tell you my deepest, darkest secret? That I went to go um, visit my girlfriend's uh, dad in Florida. And I managed to get staff on my ass. And we're going, her dad is showing us, we're on a golf cart, and golf carts have, like, no suspension. 
and we're going on a tour of the grounds. And I got staff on my ass, and we're bumping along the whole fucking time. We're going through Jurassic Park terrain, and I got no suspension, and I'm on this fucking golf cart. He's like, yo, watch out for snakes. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That was rough. Did I admit that to you guys? Did I tell you that? It was horrible. I had to go sneak off to get... I was like, I'm going to go get coffee. And meanwhile, I was picking up antibiotics for my ass staff. I had to call, I had to call an Indian doctor. I called an Indian doctor. And I asked my girlfriend for permission before I did this because this was very personal. I had to show an Indian doctor my ass. And he had to be like, yes, that's staff. Here's a prescription for the nearest pharmacy. Go pick up your antibiotics. Shout out to New York Health First free healthcare coverage. I don't know what everyone's complaining about health insurance they give us free health insurance you guys are just too rich to have it and that's how it should be all you rich motherfuckers this is for us broke people i need dollar prescription everything all right thank you thank you don't take advantage of the system um but yeah i had to call an indian doctor because i was in so much ass pain and uh oh my god i'm just having flashbacks <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> um, oh my god, that was so funny though. That was very funny. It was. It's very funny thinking back to like, I have an ass pimple and like, her dad has like the perfect mirror set up to look at my ass and like see like her dad had the perfect mirror set up in the bathroom. There's like a fucking standing mirror in front of the 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 fucking <laughs> mirror over the faucet. And I'm looking at my ass and I'm like trying to pop my ass pimple. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry, Kristen. That was I was <laughs> it's, it wasn't I wasn't trying to be rude. I wasn't trying to be rude at all. I was just surviving at that point. <laughs> that was rough. That was intense. But yeah, tell me how less than two months later, bam, I get staff again, right in my ear. And now I got gunk coming out my earlobe. I can't even sleep on the left side of my fucking head. I'm a I'm a I'm a cesspool. I'm a bacteria pit. I'm disgusting. I'm gross. I'm sorry. It's just I'm like a I'm like a slime. Like take a black light to me, I'm glowing purple. I can guarantee it. I just have staff all over my body. But what am I supposed to do? Go to an infectious disease doctor? There's only four of them on Long Island. Do you think I could get an appointment with them? I've tried. And I'll try again, I guess, but no, I can't. I tried. I really tried. And they and they told me to wait a month, and I completely missed that appointment. So I guess I have to do that. You know, I heard that's why Gordon Ryan's stomach is so fucked up, because he was getting literally so much staff that he fucked up the stomach biome. He fucked up, and uh, all the bacteria in his stomach, all the good bacteria, like, died. And uh, he now has a permanently fucked up stomach because he can't get that good bacteria back. And I'm wondering if that's what's happening to me. Like, I'm constantly taking probiotics and shit so that doesn't happen. And, uh, I mean, I don't want to end up like Gordon Ryan. I mean, I'm, I, I, maybe it was the steroids. I don't know. I'm not saying he does steroids, but everyone on the internet is. But uh, maybe that's what fucked up his stomach and not the staff. But if I'm going off of what he said on fucking 
uh, multiple Instagram posts and stuff, uh, it's the staff, and that's fucked. And anyway, yeah, I had staff again for like a week. Jason's yelling at me. Jason's yelling at me. I'm not even in the academy. He's still yelling at me. He's like texting me to yell at me. Ew, you got fucking staff and you're doing the responsible thing by staying home. You're fucking disgusting. You're disgusting. Get out of the academy. I'm already out, Jason. You just want to yell at me. (laughs) You're so mean. But then, yeah, I fucking... So... I was supposed to, I was thinking like last year, like in, in December that I was going to compete at IBJJF Austin or whatever, but, uh, and, uh, the night of champions thing, actually, uh, Zach Maslany hit me up and, uh, he offered me to fight the champion of the 155 after they crowned the champion. And, um, cause I was, I told him initially that I wasn't going to be around, to um actually compete in the tournament that they had today and um uh since i didn't go to austin and then i had the staff for like a week and a half i ended up having like maybe five to seven days to actually get ready and like start cutting weight for uh finishers and uh i hit them up like two days before like yo i'm ready like can I hop in? And they allowed me to hop in the 155 uh, tournament bracket. I saw DeAndre Corbin was in it, Zach Green, Michael Villanova, uh, and um, who the fuck else? There was one more. Oh, oh Sid Tavarello, Tavarello. He, Sid the Kid. Um, yeah, I saw they were all in it. And. Uh, I just knew I wanted to hop in. I didn't want to, like, earn the belt. Like, I would rather be a part of history, you know? Like, I don't want to be the guy who, like, foregoes the tournament. And then, like, like if I have the chance to, you know? If I'm not going to IBJJF Austin, like, I would rather fight in the tournament and earn the belt. As opposed to, like, um, as opposed to just challenging the, uh, oh, the um, winner of the belt because i i don't know i just want to earn it i like taking the harder path like i i saw my um my uh path to winning if i would have gotten through deandre and it was definitely the hardest path after deandre uh because then it would have been zach green and uh those two i think were the strongest um competitors in the bracket uh so i mean I was ready, but uh, I, I wasn't able to get through DeAndre. But um, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to just challenge the winner. I would have felt like I cheated myself out of the experience and stuff like that. But um, so without much like preparation, um, like hardly, I probably could count on one hand how many armbar rounds I did. Uh, I hopped in there and it didn't go my way. Like the first match was pretty good. I managed to pass it. He has a really strong overhook. Uh, like, dude, I got, like, texts from three different people like, yo, don't body lock him. He loves that shit. He, he will overhook the life out of you. And, like, it's so interesting to actually see somebody with a good overhook. Like, that kid's, like, 16, 17. And, like, when I would try to, like, body lock him or, like, get a nice underhook from top, I felt like I was in trouble. It was the weirdest thing. Like, he had such a mean fucking overhook. The only way I was able to... I was actually able to knee-cut past him with an underhook. 
um when i got like really deep in i couldn't be like 80 percent in it had to be like 90 percent in for in order for me to have an effective uh underhook and that's how it should be i feel like a lot of people are really lazy with their um overhooks and uh they're ineffective and you look like and you look at somebody like jean jacques machado and he doesn't even have fingers and he he's like winning adcc like what the fuck because he's just using overhooks and underhooks from his butterfly guard like there's something there that i'm definitely missing and that's his lineage so that's actually really cool that sid sid senseis are under john jock and he has that same strong overhook he should feel like proud of that shit that's pretty cool um but yeah i managed to what the fuck did i do to him how did I submit him? Oh, I got a head and an arm choke. I don't know how I'd be getting those in competition, dude. It's like the safest move to go for in mount. Because, like, uh, I mean, they're going to buck you off if they got uh, two hands on your hips. So just underhook one of the arms and keep it busy and just isolate it. Like, it's always good to isolate an arm whenever you're on top. So it's just like a rule I follow. And it's really easy to keep mount like that and just stick to them, force them to buck and stuff like that and easily recover like when you recover guard on somebody it's like you're taking away like half their stamina bar it's fucking sick because like it's so much easier to just beat your knee to the inside position back onto their hip as opposed to like bridge uh get your knees in front keep that static hold with your abs like explode like push all of somebody's weight off of you with an explosive movement and then get your knees inside like that's a huge movement as opposed to like me all I have to do is put my hand on your hip and, like, take two steps to the right, and boom, I'm in north-south. So, I don't know, like, we could do that all day. So, I would rather uh, just take mount in a lot of my sub-only matches. I feel like it's an underutilized position. I, I find myself there a lot. Um, even in competition, yeah, all the, all the fucking time. I'm always going for that head and arm. I just don't know how I get it. Because, like, I don't feel like I'm doing the mechanics right or anything, but, like, it's like I don't have to do it perfect to them. Because, like... Somebody like my girlfriend, I cannot head and arm choke her. And maybe she's, like, cursed where, like... Because she told me she can't ever get a head and arm, but she never gets head and arm choked. So maybe she, like, made, like, a deal or a pact, some sort of, like, curse that she's under right now that uh, she can never harm nor get hurt by a head and arm. And that's kind of cool, but when I try to do it to her, it doesn't fucking work. I have to switch off to a triangle, which I was about to do to Sid. But uh, I felt his hand. It's kind of cool, like, not seeing something but knowing it's, it's, like, happening. Like, I felt his hand come out and go up. And, like, it's, like, a very familiar feeling. It's, like, something you feel during training. Like, somebody about to tap. Like, his hand's not touching me, but it's, like, hovering over me. And I, like, sense it. It's, like, fucking cat hairs or some shit, like, standing on edge. And um, I just remember him about to tap and i'm like all right i'm just gonna keep squeezing like i don't i don't care how tired my arms get like I, uh, this is the signal and then i ended up tapping him with that but uh yeah then i got fucking molly womp the next round i thought i was gonna be the first molly womp man back to that that was very rough i'm i i'm i'm never gonna get over that like deandre deandre you fucking hairless bastard you fucked me up <laughs> you fucking hairless motherfucker i'm so mad dude i have too much hair i gotta just shave my i gotta go fucking silkworm on these motherfuckers i gotta fucking get i gotta get slimy 
I got to wax my entire body. I got to go to my girl's wax person, wax my entire body, get slimy before the match, and then just be like, this is how I am all the time. Don't slime shame me. I'm a slug. I asked my girlfriend if she would still love me if I was a slug. She said yes, so I turned into one. And now you got to respect that. And then uh, let's see if I do good. Because I feel like the no-shirt dudes who have no body hair, those are the slipperiest dudes. Those are, you will not get a grip on them. Especially if they're really, like, muscly where, like, I don't know, like, if you're really, uh, like, skinny, you have, like, traps that, like, you're easily, your hands could dig into them. But, like, if you're, like, really muscly, like, you're, like, arms and stuff and you're sweaty and no body hair, I feel like your arms are too big for me to grab an effective grip like my hands are outstretched too much so like as opposed to somebody like smaller i could get a better grip it's like trying to grab a basketball i can't grab a basketball my hands just aren't big enough i, I can't get a good grip if you ask fucking renee souza to grab a basketball probably be a lot easier for that motherfucker easy pass um so yeah anyway i got passed a bunch actually first thing that happened was he fucking swept me and took my back I don't even know what the fuck. I got to watch that back. I was like, so I was like, I thought I did a backstep on him. And Sophia's screaming. She's like, great, great backstep. And I wasn't even backstepped over him. I was still under, he was still under me and I was in his guard. I thought I did the backstep too. And then when she said that, I laughed so fucking hard in my head. I'm like, I didn't even fucking backstep. What are you talking about? <laughs> And then I'm like doing a split over his head and I'm like where what am I doing like I, I'm fucking f I'm fumbling right now and then he like saw I I think he like fucking bolo extended me or some shit and took my back or maybe he did like a the Kimura sit through like when I'm on my side I'm sure he did that a bunch to take my back I was able to get out a lot by grabbing his foot which is such a fun escape to do because as soon as you grab the foot, they have to put in so much effort to remove that grip. And anytime they push away with their foot, it's like it, I'm it's so easy for me to just grab and hold on. Like your foot is such an easy grip. And I put my like uh, elbow across your shin. And uh, the more you push, uh, the more like you're pushing me away and giving me an angle. And then the more you don't push, I'm just using that as a lever to get my back to the mat. And it's really fucking effective. I feel like I try to show people that like some of the higher belts at my gym, like I feel like I try to show people that and it doesn't translate as well because I don't know exactly what I'm doing, but I feel like today I got a better understanding of how to use it in like those live situations. I was able to get out of back control a lot I mean, that's not something I should be, like, too proud of because what the fuck am I doing getting into back control? But, I mean, that was a good thing, I guess. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I would try to go. I was in the head. He was in headquarters position. I was, like, in this weird De La Hiva. And uh, every time I would try to pummel my top leg in, he would fucking just back out and, like, pass my guard, like, by throwing my legs by my great weakness or some shit, like, it was crazy. It was he was doing the pizzo to me. Pizzo be doing that shit to me. And then like I'm trying to grab his legs, so I have no frames on top, so he's able to get chest to chest before I could do anything about it. And that happened a lot. That was shitty. Um but shout out DeAndre. I gave you a black eye. You killed a part of my soul.
so we're even. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to see him again in ADCC West Coast. Oh, this is gonna be—it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I can't just. What am I gonna do? Put him on my back and be like, "Oh, you can't get, you can't get me. You're on my back. You can't submit me from here. You suck." I can't do that in ADCC. He's gonna get points. I can't do that. So I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. What am I gonna do? Wrestle him? He's got lamb chops for legs. They're fucking. He's got mutton chops down there. They're fucking huge. I'm so inspired to go to the gym and just get fucking brolic. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I went to the gym. I went to Crunch Fitness for the first time the other day, and <clears throat> I'm still riding that pump now. Like I was so. I'm sore still. I can't wait to go back. Like now that I'm not competing, I feel like I have more, uh, like liberty to train. But yeah. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, DeAndre fucked me up. I was able to ride all two minutes. I got to overtime. Somebody, somebody, like, somebody in the crowd didn't agree, but I got into overtime. And, uh, I was able to get out, like, fairly quickly out of his back control, which is very funny. And then, uh, I held on for all of two minutes on his back. And oh my God, I thought I was going to kill him. I had my arm around his face, like, 30 times and uh yeah i just wasn't able to finish it was very disappointing um i even had a fully locked rear naked over his face and he was able to push my arms up because he's so fucking strong i've uh, that's happened to me maybe one or two times like ever in my life that that was fucking crazy um i don't know uh yeah and then he got an arm bar he started arm bar on me and I wasn't able to get out. I got up to my knees, but I wasn't able to get my, I thought I was out for a second, but he just like kicked my face down, like spun through. It fucking sucked. Um, yeah, well, that was good. I had to get up like a bunch of that off my chest. That first part was amazing for me. I feel a lot lighter because of that. And, uh, my phone is like dead now. So because the car is too hot. So I don't even have video anymore, so I'll be seeing you guys. I'll probably make another podcast soon. It was great to see all the fourth stringers out there. I hope I inspired a mess of you to compete because that shit is very nerve-wracking. That shit is not easy. I mean, once you're done, uh, feels good, but in the moment, fucking sucks. Um, yeah. Uh, coming out with all new gear by next week. Well, depending when you hear this, maybe I put this out in a month and the gear's already out. If that's the case, buy it. Fourthstringers.com. If that's not the case, they're coming out next week. What's today? What's today, babe? Look on the bottom right of the. Or never mind. Today's the twenty second. All right, on the on the twenty ninth. On the twenty ninth, we should be getting all of the gear. So you want your gay pride rash guards, you want your pride shorts, you want your white to brown ranked uh, fucking gear. We got it all. So hit me up. All right. Done.